0: Good morning, and uh, welcome to Music to My Beers, the one and only radio beer music show in the Michigan area yeah. on Real Rock 1039 The
1: Bear. It's a very exciting day because uh, when this show ended last Sunday, we thought, okay, cool, we have uh, relatively easy inexpensive october headed our way but then things turned around on monday and, and late into sunday got well, we have some we have some opportunities to spend some beer money we have some special releases headed our way and some questions some long uh, awaited answers we'll have on this show today as well so it's going to be a hell of a music to my beers yeah
0: we got a lot to talk about break out your checkbook let's do it
1: uh whole show on tap thank you for joining us we do this every sunday from 10 to noon i am warren Clark with zach miller this is music to my beers here on real rock 1039 the bear michiana's first best best, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music cool brews hot tunes this is music to my beers music to my beers on real rock 1039 the bear thank you for joining us Uh, my name is warren cluck with zach miller we are your illustrious hosts uh, a couple of real quick things. Thank you once again. I know it's been a couple of weeks, but thanks for everybody who came out for Striker Lager Day at Bare Hands. Thanks for Eric and uh, and Chris for hosting us last week. We we're it's out such of Bear a hands. good time, yeah. And now here we are back in the studio. No <laughs> no taps of amazing beer at our disposal, but we will have one a little bit later on today. Yeah. Uh, first off, we were laughing when this whole pandemic started, as all of our beer tasting festivals, our special beer releases. Pretty much everything we were looking forward to doing in 2020 gradually started to uh,
0: slip slip through our fingers. <laughs> went to the toilet bowl, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Drain pours of events.
1: And uh, over the pandemic, I think it was June. Three Floyds did kind of a special vintage. They were selling some of their uh, their leftover Dark Lords from years past, blowing out some variants.
0: You went and got some. Did you get two tickets, or how did. many did you get?
1: Uh, I bought one and got there, got my allotment, and uh, it was it was it was cool. But also, you and I wondered at the time. If that was kind of like a trial run or like a, a dry run for how they were going to do Dark Lord twenty twenty, because the pandemic started in March, and that was literally like what a week before we were supposed to buy our like try to buy our yeah. tickets for Dark Lord.
0: You're right because it's always on that Saturday and uh, in March and and then we got news that broke uh, about the pandemic and we're like, well, there's no way. And then
1: and that was that was like the first thing because St. Patty's Day was that next mm-hmm. was that weekend, and then uh, bam, they were like, there's no there's going to be no three Floyd's Dark Lord Day this year, but. Once they did the uh, sort of the trial run, we thought we thought you know what because of how close the pandemic happened to the actual release date, they've already made Dark Lord. They have the twenty twenties. Oh yeah, and last week, this last week, it was announced uh, through Three Floyd's uh, Dark Lord Day Facebook page and their Twitter accounts that there will be a Dark Lord Day twenty twenty, and oh, it's going to wait. be remarkably similar to the way it was in years past.
0: <laughs> so um, just looking at their website, if you go to darklordday.com, the uh, the packages are actually, I mean, relatively decent. It's one hundred and seventy bucks, so the extra thirty that you normally pay goes to probably the band and the festival upkeep and stuff like that. But because they're not doing that this year, um, that doesn't look too bad. I mean, you get you get the four uh, bottles and then one uh, rare variant.
1: Yeah, the uh, the October nineteenth, so a week from what Monday? <gasps> oh, a week from tomorrow is when the tickets go on sale, and it's three o'clock Central Time, so it'll be four o'clock here in uh, in Michiana. And they're on sale at threefloyds.com uh, and obviously that's going to be one of those, you know, get it while you can because it sells out. I'm excited because, one, it's going to happen. You're still going to have a chance. But also, you and I were laughing during this week, like, yes, going to Dark Lord Day has been a lot of fun for the show over the years. We've always had a great time. But it can be a very expensive undertaking. And, you know, it's hard for you because you're stuck with trying to find a sitter, mm-hmm. juggle things with your wife's work schedule.
0: It's and always, it's an all day event, too. Yeah, That's yeah. the other
1: thing about it. And it's just far enough where you can get there and back in an afternoon, but at the same time, you're gonna have a few. You've got to figure, you know, arrange transportation. Who's the driver? Yeah, who's the driver, <laughs> who drove the uh, the short straw. And then when you get there, there's, you know, there's there are more tasting. So it is nice that especially in these, you know, trying financial times, that you can expect to spend, geez, I don't know, between fifty and two hundred fewer dollars. Uh, but hundred and seventy bucks, what are your thoughts on a uh on four bottles and then uh, and then a variant for 170.
0: I think that that's pretty good. That um I'm trying to think of when I when I bought tickets they were $30 a piece back in 2015. And then getting there it was uh $80 for the four bottles. So 30 80 110. Here I'm terrible at math. And then $50 for if you won the scratch-off ticket for the rare bottle. That's right. So that was $160 a $160 day for me. Yeah. So it's only $10 more, and I mean, I guess adjusting for inflation or whatnot since 2015, Yeah, then, it's not a bad bad ticket.
1: Well, then you throw in, you got to have the merchandise. I always make it a point when I go, I'm like, i got to get whatever the zip-up hoodie's going to be this year. I've got a stack of them, but... Uh, well,
0: I, now you got to plan, because you know the merchandise is going on sale pretty soon.
1: Well, and but for somebody like you, who's got a young family to juggle, you don't have to worry about, how am I going to block off this entire day? You could even take the kids, because there is no, you can't get out of the car, and when I went for the release in June or July... Uh, you don't get out of the car. You take your receipt, and your ID. You press it against the glass, and you pop the trunk. They'll load your uh, your haul. And you leave the grounds and that's it. So you know, you can take your kids. It's it's not a big deal. Take them for an extended car
0: trip. Yeah, we'll get McDonald's on the way. Yeah,
1: there's a White Castle right there at the end of the business park <laughs> over there in Munster.
0: Mini cheeseburgers, guys. We're getting mini cheeseburgers now. Yeah. So this was very exciting. So we're like, all right. So last Sunday the show
1: finishes and I think, oh man, Dark Lord Days coming. That's it's going to be 170 bucks and you can buy up to two tickets. So you could even make it almost uh, a 400 dollars day if you felt like it.
0: That's not too bad. And that guarantees that maybe two different variants that you'd have the possibility of getting. Yeah. Maybe, actually, one you could sell. I mean, I'm not saying that you should sell your no, variants or no. anything, but you could probably make up your, your ticket price there.
1: And it's funny, and uh, of, of the, the bottles of my of my uh, my bottle cellar in the basement that I really, I don't want to say cherish, I'll say my, like my collection has two tent poles. <laughs> there's the Dark Lord and the variants on one side, and on the other side there's the, the Bourbon County collection from Goose Island, and we're going to talk more about that later, because also this week, Goose Island, right within hours of the Three Floyds Dark Lord Day announcement, Decided they're going to get in your pockets with a very similar announcement, so there will be a 2020 release, but no, it will not be like Dark Lord Festivals in the past. It's going to be similar to the release they had over the summertime where you buy it, you go pick up, you don't get out of your car, it's a contactless delivery. And we thought, all right, hey, we're finally going to a chance to spend some money. And then uh, within hours of that announcement, the fine folks over at Goose Island in Chicago made a a Prop Day 2020 Wow. If you're new to uh, the craft world proprietors, Bourbon County Stout is uh, kind of like the big deal of the variants that they release with their uh, their Bourbon County Stout line every every fall.
0: Yeah, it comes in a, a nice box, right? Or yeah. is this the wooden box? No. Or is that a different one? No,
1: the, the prop is the blue and okay. this is the one every year that, you know, you can get variants all over the store, all over stores. You can get them at different places around and uh, but the, the proprietors is only released at Bourbon County or at Goose Island on that day.
0: And it has a different flavor every year, right? Yeah, yeah. One year it was, I want to say banana bread.
1: Yeah, and last year and the year before there was heavy heavy fudge but Ooh. uh but last year sort of redefined a little bit for me like how fudgy a fudge can taste like that was straight up like it, leg- it wasn't hints of fudge it tastes like you were drinking boozy fudge Ooh, yeah and uh and this year they announced they will have it now normally in years past uh we've gone and it's uh it's an all-day festival they close down the streets there at fulton and uh, Clybourne, and you can enjoy yourself there are tastings there's music this year, though, it's going to be the same deal as uh, as Three Floys and Monsters are going to do for their Dark Lord Day, where it's going to be contactless pickup again, which works well, and you can enter. This is this is the other thing. And, I, and at first, at my first thought when I read this on the website, if you if you want more information, you can go to goose island.com slash prop days because there are more than one is uh, in years past for the lottery, they open it up on, like, the first week of October, and you can enter uh, once a day for all six days of the the entry period. Mm-hmm. Then they close it down, they'll draw their winners, they'll notify them. So you feel like you're like, okay, I got six six names in the hopper, you know, one of them might be me. <laughs> uh, the first big change this year is that you can enter once per person, that's it, for the entire entry window. Fingers crossed. And if you're late to the party, you have... Uh, you can register today and tomorrow, I believe, at noon Central Time is when the registration uh, for the lottery closes.
0: Because they'll let us know on Wednesday, right? Yeah,
1: and it's nice because they don't make you wait days and days to find out. They will let you know on Wednesday, and I believe you have until Friday to make your uh, your election to, to buy a ticket and go.
0: Well, did you see also, too, that if you do, in fact, buy the ticket, it's first-come, first-served time slots? Yeah. So it's only the Saturdays and Sundays starting November 7th and then running through the 29th. Only Saturdays and Sundays running from, like, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So if you do it right and you get Dark Lord Day tickets and you get these. Get it all in the same day. You could do it, yeah. Make, Make the a circuit. weekend of it.
1: Uh, the other thing that's changed with the Goose Island Prop Day this year is that, one, well, like Jack, Zach just mentioned, it's a couple of days. But, two, in years past... Uh, you had the chance to buy a second. You could always get a second ticket. It was two. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've gone with a friend of mine. I've-, I've taken my wife a couple of times. It's a blast. You make a whole weekend of it. This year, though, there are no double tickets. There are no guest tickets available. No DD tickets, nothing, because it's contactless. There's no festival. There's no tastings. So this year, they're going to give you just the one ticket. Now, at first, I thought, that's I got a little salty. I'm like, really? Just the one? Mm-hmm. But that means twice as many people are going to be selected to come take a trip to, to Goose Island. Oh, because they make the same amount, it's going mm-hmm. to be the same uh, amount available for purchase. Uh, you're just you're only going to be able to buy one allotment, and the allocation this year is you get two bottles of the 2020 prop. One bottle of the 2020 Bourbon County Stout Special Number no. Four. Ooh! You get one bottle of 2020 Prop Day's exclusive barrel aged stout, so one that they released just for that day. Mm. And then you get the snifter, and uh, and the total package is this. Now this is one, two, three, four, five bottles, just like the Goose Eye, or just like the Dark Lord Day. Hmm. And it's 130 bucks. So it's 40 bucks cheaper. Yeah. Now granted, the bottles are slightly smaller. What is the? They're 19.5 ounce or 16.5 it's, ounce.
0: it's I think it's 16.5 because it's like the English pint, right? Yeah. Like when you pour it in the glass. Yes. Yeah. So
1: are, you entered. I've obviously entered. I entered my wife just as like a, you know. Oh, you
0: did? Okay, because yeah. I was going to ask. I was going to maybe talk to my wife about it and be like, well, well, oh, would she have to be able to go, though? Or yeah. I could maybe, oh, you know what I could do? I could figure out a weekend that she'd be off from work and then. We could go on her ticket.
1: Yeah, it's the very same uh, pickup rules as the ID has to match the ticket, and you have to show them both, and then they'll load the, uh, the allotment into your car. And I don't know what we were laughing a little bit off the air a minute ago that, uh, that mm-hmm. while beer festivals and all day things are fun, mm-hmm. the, the the price gets really hot and and in and 2020 a lot of us are feeling the pinch in the wallet. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> this year I can tell you for a fact I would not have been able to have been like you know what I'm going to book a room on uh, on Sunday night take Monday off of work we'll make a whole like two day you know slosh of it through Chicago. So this is a little bit of a relief. Now I'm hoping I get in.
0: Uh-oh. No, I do too. Well, the other relief is the fact that you don't have to necessarily bring beer to share. I mean, unless you do road sodas and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, but, but you can hold on to those two for another, you know, good time to get together with a couple of the friends and and now uh, save those for a different kind of bottle share.
1: Yeah, you no, know, do your own, and it still gives us the uh, the chain, the store, the bottle shop wide release of the full line of Bourbon counties. And I'm a little excited this year because our vacation here for the uh, the Jason Lee Show Falls that week.
0: Oh, so it lands on that Friday? Yeah. So if I have
1: a chance to go enjoy Prop Day, maybe I, you know, circle back around and see if I hit a Benny's or something like that, and see if I can find any uh, any bottles that that I don't have. That
0: would be awesome. I know. I do feel like uh, on that Black Friday, I'm always out of town, and I will be this year too because I'll be in Atlanta. So I mean, they'll get it down there, but I mean, will they just not get like the it br- is here? Plus, you exactly. got to bring it all back. Yeah. We're uh, driving down, so I'm good. Yes. I'm safe. So
1: if you, uh, if you want to recap that, you can go to gooseisland.com slash prop days. Again, you have today and tomorrow until noon central to register for the lottery, and then hopefully Wednesday. And you know what? If you get selected, share it in the Music to My Beers Facebook group. I, I will if I do, for sure. And I know Zach will if he if he uh, gets selected.
0: <laughs> and you do need a vehicle to pick up your prop day allocation. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the FAQs. there like, yes, uh, yes, you, you have to have a vehicle. Can't be on a bicycle. Hmm. Bummer.
1: So uh, enter, and hopefully we'll all prosper. Maybe we'll maybe we can meet up at a pub nearby. Let's do it. And now, a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers. B movie
0: and uh, uh, we have we reached the part point of the program for this or we, no? we have. We okay. have
1: it's time for a little uh, a little cinephile entertainment. <laughs> you know, this is when we put our pinkies out, and we get real critical about uh movies and, and alcohol. All
0: the the cinema verite mm. that is out there. Indeed. Yes. You're here. Uh so this week we were looking at, I mean, the calendar. We're still a couple weeks away from Halloween, but doesn't mean that you can't have 31 days of Halloween, right?
1: Right. What is this? It's USA and IFC. There are a couple of channels that are just bummed, like Hocus Pocus, Round the Clock. and yes. uh, And one of our favorites is also mixed in there. And it's this week's B-movie. It's
0: Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is actually showing it at a couple of movie theaters as well. I saw it at, like, drive-in theaters. So everybody's doing Beetlejuice and Hocus Pocus.
1: Yeah, Beetlejuice is great. And it's also uh, people that are our age, you know, mid-30s to, like, mid-late 40s. These are the movies we grew up on with, like, Hocus Pocus and with Beetlejuice. So now it's, it's a very nostalgic thing for us to revisit all that. I'll go first. I freaking love this movie when it first came out because... There was the Beetlejuice movie, we got excited, there were Beetlejuice toys, there was a Beetlejuice cartoon on Saturday mornings we all used to watch. Oh, I remember that cartoon. I watched it all the time. Yeah, and uh and it it's great and it's also a fun movie to go back and revisit. It holds up well man. It's kitschy. it's fun. Gina Davis is a smoke show at the time. Oh yeah.
0: You got skinny Alec Baldwin? Yeah.
1: <laughs> skinny not ang- not anger ball, Alec Baldwin like, you know, compare him with the guy that with the, the Donald Trump on SNL and you're like, "Oh, these are <laughs> he has aged quite a bit.
0: I had no idea that that was Alec Baldwin and Batman in the same movie. Growing yeah. up as a kid, I was like, "Whoa!"
1: Yeah, now that the, I know that the late '80s were wild, and uh, and <laughs> this movie is a lot of fun. Catherine O'Hara's great. Everybody in this movie does a great job. Oh yeah! And when you're a kid in the '80s, like these special effects now, I mean, you understand with with digital how these things are done. But back in the day, some of this stuff was groundbreaking. The Shrunken Head guy. <laughs> I know. You know, when you're, you're eight, ten years old. That freaks you out.
0: That was the scariest thing. Like some of the when the football players they were coming in and uh, from the bus accident. Oh and then yeah. The, The guy who's up there on, like, the clothesline and stuff that comes in to deliver the mail, he's all, I don't know, run over by a bus or something.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give this movie, uh, I'm going to give it five. Five? Five. Five Bombers of Hop Stupid from Lagunitas. Ooh. I won't be able to make it through five, but this is one of those movies you just get so caught up in the, you know, the nostalgia of remembering how much fun it was when you were a kid and how (laughs) how how great this movie was. But also, I think it's one of Tim Burton's better movies.
0: It is. Yeah, I agree.
1: There were a few directors that from the late 80s to about the mid-90s were on like such a hot streak, but his movies are all so visual, and you you see a movie, and it's a Tim Burton flick, and you know instantly, you're like, oh, this is a Tim Burton jam. Yeah. So uh, I think it's one of the one of the all-time fun movies, but I think it's one of the greatest Halloween movies of all time.
0: It definitely it still holds up to this day, and I haven't shown my kids... Yeah, because you it's, know, it's
1: funny. Your kids are a little young, and I think when this movie came out, I was eight. I was a, I still may have been a year or two too young to really get into this movie. But I, you know, I think you got a while yet.
0: Okay, okay, and it, it's it's PG, so i you know, I'll I'll use my own uh, guidance as to when I I'll uh, uh, yes. show my kids this. Probably it'll be like when they're ten, and they'll be like, "Dad, seriously, this is this is the movie. Like we've got all the all the great. Well, although they do love. Um, now that I think about it, they do love Nightmare Before Christmas. So and that movie gets a little weird. That was another Tim Burton that was done really, really well. Um, for this one, I'm, I'm a big fan, and I love the cartoon, like you mentioned. Um, the cartoon was just a little bit different than the show, though. Um, but I'm going to go with one. Oh. One, because I, I I love it. It's one that I always have to watch. There are like five Halloween movies that I have to watch every single um like Halloween season leading up to. Um, So being that it is one of my favorites, I'm going to give it one Juicy from uh, Petoskey Brewing Company. All right. So...
1: From up north, there it is, our there. our B-movie for our first uh, our first one of uh, the Halloween season. Uh, is this
0: you're... where we split one? No, no. not yet. You oh. know what? Do you want to? Should I we move we... it? I think we should move it up. All right. Yeah, we'll... we got a
1: whole hour left. We'll move the segment up, and uh, earlier this week, our buddy Aaron West from Westwind Brewery over in Elkhart said, you guys got to come out. I got something for you. You got to try it. Make it to split one this week, and a little bit of behind the scenes, that's all it takes literally to get us to review a beer here on the show and say, hey, you want to have this? Try this? We're like, yes, that'll be the... That'll be the split one this week.
0: I'll come pick up a Crowler, or I'll be out there for the growler. Yay! Or you can. All whatever right. you got.
1: Let's dial this thing up. Okay. So the beer from Westwind, uh, Zach, you went and picked this up. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it?
0: Uh so it's called So Much at Stake. And if you think about it, um anytime you open up a brewery, Aaron Aaron had said that, you know, there's a lot at stake now with uh, you know, the, the pandemic, and I know that he had mentioned during the show that he uh he lost his job when COVID-19 hit and was uh and went into the brewing thing full time because they opened up back in November I want to say
1: Yeah Boy, yeah and when we did that show out at Westwind uh, about a month and a half maybe maybe even longer ago I have no idea what the time is just it's almost irrelevant now in the pandemic times but uh he said that it was scary because and we, we've talked to countless brewery owners that say you know it it is a massive financial undertaking to own and operate, even even a moderately successful brewery. You know, It's a lot of ingenuity, a lot of know-how, and some luck. Well, pandemic hits, and he loses his other job and says, you know what, this is what I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw the entire rest of my effort on this planet into getting Westwind where I think it needs to be. And we went out there, had some fantastic beers. I'm excited for this one. It's a double dry hopped what now?
0: N-E-I-P-A. Uh, yeah. I mean, and th- I will say this about Westwind. they do a fantastic haze beer. Like if you're if you're all about uh, like I, I heard a, a beer reviewer the other week call them mimosa style beers. Yeah, and it's just a great look. Like when you look at that, you can't see through it, um, and it's kind of the the new style now. I mean, ever since. We really got into uh, treehouse and trillium and and some of the others that are, that do hazy really well and obviously M forty three was something that we always chased.
1: Yeah, um, and I, it's fun too because we've watched and I think that uh, that that style has dragged a lot of non craft drinkers into the uh, into the craft world because it is more accessible to people who like fruitier drinks or don't mm-hmm. like that. That harsh, you know, palate-crushing West Coast IPA or or a lager or something like that. Now, let's try this. What is this? Oh, yeah. This clock's in at, what, seven what?
0: I think it's 7.6%. Do you have the tag over by you? Here we go.
1: So much at stake. Double dry hopped New England IPA. 7.6%. Wow. Mm. That is great. Mm. Nice grapefruity, like a light finish. There's still some sit, There's a, a lot of citrus there, but it's not overpowering. It doesn't taste like OJ.
0: Mm-mm-mm. Mm. This is good. I got to I got to look at the um the message that he sent me cuz he told me it has Ella and Enigma hops.
1: Okay, those are those
0: are new to me. Yeah. Yeah, well there there was one that he let me try a couple of weeks ago um called uh Last Standard of the Sun. And that was an experimental hop with HPA016VV.
1: Whatever that means. I don't even know what that means. I know. <laughs> Sounds great. Maybe we should have had him in to explain it to us. But I think this beer is fantastic. Another home run. and uh, So good. Yeah, if you've never been to Westwind out in Elkhart, it's a really easy. It's just literally around the corner from Yaki Dau, so you can make kind of an afternoon of it. Uh, go pick it up. And also, thank you to Aaron for hooking us up with our beer shirt Thursday this week. We did a little twinning on a on a Thursday on our Instagram.
0: I do love their sweatshirts, too. It's one of those that you bring home to the wife, and she's like, well, that will be our sweatshirt. Yeah. She pulls a
1: Sheriff of Nottingham <laughs> on, your, uh, on your on your clothes. You're like, what? And she's like, I got to take my cut. <laughs> but it's my birthday. And she's like, I don't care. I'm the nope. Sheriff of Nottingham. Give me that... Uh, Give me that shirt. So there's our split one. If you want to find out more about this, just follow us on Untapped. You can see we've checked it in. We'll throw some pictures up here in just a second. And uh man, we still have some more music to my beers. I like this moving this split one segment to more of the halfway point of the show.
0: I do too, because we've earned it after that that long first hour that we yeah. had. We've- and then it, it plus by the time we get to the bottom of the hour, we
1: do the split one there. Then it's only got fifteen minutes of the show left. And then we, you know, I this works better for me. Maybe we should make this a permanent switch. I'm um, I'm down. And welcome to the pick six. As you just heard, I will pick three beers, Zach will pick three beers, and then you drink them or totally ignore them. These could be beers we're after, beers we've had that are great, beers we're chasing. So, uh, Zachary, we'll start with you.
0: I think that, finally, I'm I'm to the point where I can welcome pumpkin beers into my fridge. Oh, here we go. I know. And I would totally pick up, this is this is the one that I would pick up if I could just get this one, but you have to buy the whole 12-pack in order to get it. Mm. That's how they get you. I know. I know. I I, I love the pumpkin from Elysian. Yeah. They they just do they do really they do pumpkin ales really really well. I know that kind of the the pumpkin is the mainstay and then the, you've also got uh pumpkin from Dogfish Head, but Elysian, there, that pumpkin is so good. All right. It's delicious. fire. So I'll I'll throw that in there. Um I'll also throw in it just came out the Hoco Vesa from Stone. Yeah, and also
1: that ages really well, too. So if you get a couple you want to keep them for six, eight months uh, and enjoy them maybe the late spring, you could totally do that.
0: Pick up a six-pack, drink three, shell three, share three. I don't know, whatever you want to do. Um, and- share three? What am I, rich? <laughs> um, and then the other one that I was going to throw in there is the uh, the Hazy Hero from Revolution. And I know that they they do the Deep Wood series too. And I'm always curious to see what they start releasing. We were talking about Prop Day, and and uh, Goose Islands Bourbon County is was known as maybe it's just like like the grandfather of yeah. bourbon air, bourbon aged beers. But Revolution does some of the best. So um, whether it's the Hazy Hero. Or one of their other
1: hey, there are a lot of people woods. in the uh, in the Chicago beer writers scene that have sort of passed the crown officially over to uh, to the guys that are that are doing it up at Revolution. It's good stuff. All right, mine I hope are pretty good. <laughs> I bet uh, they are. It's funny. I don't. I know that Taver is the beer buying app. T A V O U R. It's the website you can go. And I've got a lot of friends that spend a lot of money and get some really great beers. I don't get involved because of the way I shop and the way I drink beer on the weekends. Like. I don't need to wake up and find out that I spent $90, you <laughs> yeah. know, on beers. But uh, well, a good friend of the show and a friend of the station, old man Ernie, brought over one. Uh and it's a lot of a lot of it are breweries you can't get around here. They're not for distribution here in Indiana. You'll just get them in the mail. Uh it's a rhubarb pie puff tart. Ooh. From Project from the Brewing Project. It's it's billed as a sour and it's fruited. Uh it came off as very Berliner, sort of 450 North, slushy. Very that style. I, I didn't think it was a sour as, as much as uh, as it was billed, but it was rhubarb. There was cinnamon. There was marshmallow. It was a really odd flavor mix, but it came it sort of came out as uh, like a real like a really cinnamony sweet marshmallow soda pop almost. Mm. Yeah, and it wasn't too Yum. strong, so it just it absolutely it crushed. I, I think he and I each had our can open for about five minutes before it was empty. It was the kind of beer that just makes you want to drink more. <laughs> Uh, the next beer I my pick, six. And there might still be a few cans of the uh, the last run floating around town, and I know that uh, Faust uh, from Bare Hands, Eric, talked about it last week, but I had a chance to grab a couple of cans of Double Westie. Oh, yeah. And typically, and I know this is not the way that uh, a real beer snob should do it, but I'm like, uh, yeah, get the, the Double or the Triple IPA or the Double Dry Hop Double later in the evening. Oh no! Well, <laughs> you don't necessarily, you know, you're not going to appreciate the little bit of the nuances or the strength. And uh, last week, I had a double Westie, and then that was it. I didn't have it. Didn't have it last. I had it first. That's all I had. So I got to really take my time with it and appreciate how strong that beer is, but also how well it's done and how it literally tastes like Westy on on Roids. It's just it's bigger. It's a lot. It, it's like the double two hearted that came out. It's just it's the same thing, just bigger
0: and more. And I like the malt back backbone of that one too it's it's it has that maltier vibe to it i wouldn't shell it per se but it's got it's got a really good malt balance with the hops
1: it's if you consider like westy from bare hands the rock at wwe yeah and then double westy is the rock in 2020
0: oh yeah yeah, that's a good way
1: both fantastic but one very very strong very easily stronger than the other one and the last one i'm going to throw in is easy to get and it's uh really inexpensive it's one of my favorite series from New Belgium, there's a new Voodoo Ranger. I saw you pick that one up. How is it? It's the higher plane voodoo ranger, and it's an Imperial double. And it's good. It is strong. It's eight, eight and a half percent. Oh. Yeah, so for the eleven dollars or whatever it was for a six-pack, I mean that's that's a lot of punch for six of those, but it's great. It also has a very multi backbone, but uh it's still like got a nice juicy citrus to it that mm. you've come to appreciate with that series. I don't know what it is. I think we've even talked about it before. The skull mascot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's the Iron Maiden fan maybe but I, I, I gravitate to it. And I know, uh, you you <laughs> know New Belgium is not your classic tiny craft brewery you need to support and drink local. But I see that. I get happy. I'm like,
0: hey, a new one. Yeah, but He's we'll, in a different costume this yeah, time. it
1: was like 1985 Ranger over the summer. Then it was yeah. like the American Haze that came out. There's the Juicy Haze. So anytime there's a new uh, installment of the Haze series, I will absolutely uh, break Grab a couple of those and uh, move on. So if you get a chance, there's our pick six for the week. We appreciate you having along for the ride. And we've talked a little bit about, we'll, we'll cover all the things coming up a little bit later. And, yeah, um, we got
0: news and notes on the way. So yeah. we got a lot to talk about. Big
1: time. <laughs> and we're halfway through our split one. Thank you again to Aaron West and the crew over at Westwind for hooking us up this week with uh, the beer we're splitting. And also it's a crawler, so we get a little bit more than a beer with it. <sighs> mm-hmm. You know, I like it when the split one is you know big enough to we You know, it's more like we each have one. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, this is. It's a big thirty-two ounce pour. There.
1: Yeah, yeah. It also gives the last half hour of the show a nice relaxed feel because slow down a little Just bit, hang out, man, have a beer. So we've talked a lot about the things coming up, the things we're excited about the next uh, the next couple of weeks. What are you jamming on right now, personally? Personally, because this is the transition. I know that you're probably getting fully entrenched into the pumpkin beers and the fall stuff and and the October fests.
0: You want me to be honest with you about what I've.
1: Been getting into personally. I think you and I know each other well enough that you can be you can be completely emotionally bare with me.
0: So we read that book, "The uh, Bourbon Stouts and Selling Out," right. and um, uh, Greg and I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, last name Hall. Why? Hall. Hall. So Greg Hall sells his stake in Goose Island, right? Yes. Goes and opens up Virtue Cider. Yep. He has since sold his stake in that as well, right? Yes. So. I picked up a 12-pack of Virtue Cider last week, and I've been, I've been sipping on ciders.
1: My experience with cider is very, very limited. I think when uh, the first one that came out that was available on shelves when I was in college was Woodchuck. Oh, yeah. Yep. And that was a thing that everybody's girlfriend drank. You're like, oh, all right, but you'd have one, <laughs> and that was adorable. But I know that a lot has changed in the cider game since then. I mean, that, yeah, this is going on 20 years now. So what's your take on Virtue Cider, a small... A small cidery, and it was Southwest Michigan, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, pretty close to. I like. I always see the signs when I'm going up north and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I really should like. This is the season that I could possibly get into a cider because, right. Other seasons like summer, I'm not into the ciders Mm-mm. and stuff like that. Um, but the in the pack it came with a Michigan cherry. All right, which was pretty good. It almost reminded me of like a, a cherry sour beer. Um, nice. which which is. It's delicious. Um, the other one that I would I really like and I would highly recommend, it's a little bit drier. It's a Brute Cider, and it clocks in at about 6.7. That one that's, actually—
1: That's a lot stronger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah,
0: and and it's, it's drinkable, too. Like, it's just one that, like, okay, I'll, I'll sip on that, but then after my sip, I want then another sip, and I just kind of—I I casually relax on that. Um, so 12 pack of the virtual virtue setters is what I've been drinking like the the last week. And,
1: and I think the other big thing that ciders have really caught on and and, and gotten real big the last few years is that they're gluten free, right? Yeah, completely. That's, that's
0: the other big deal. Naturally gluten free is what they naturally, say. Naturally, 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 all the gluten's are gone. Yeah, so you I better what? not drink too much of that, or else. Yeah, yeah, I should try
1: some of it because it's been a long time since I've had a really uh, like a real hard cider. I've never had a craft hard cider before, so who knows what I'm missing out?
0: Try Blake's. Blake's is good too. Yeah, if you're into ciders. Um, I think the last one I had was
1: an Angry Orchard.
0: Oh yeah. I remember Angry Orchard. I it's been a while since I've had that. That that Blake's uh haban- habanero mango. That'll wreck you. Okay. Wreck
1: me? <laughs> yeah. Wreck me, king.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. What, and, what are you drinking? Um, but, you know, it's funny
1: my wife and I have kind of uh turned our attention away from the IPAs and uh, I think Striker Liker Day was kind of my my swan song of IPAs for the oh, season. Yeah. Like I'll have a couple here and there, but um uh, we've been doing a lot of work around the house and I've been in the basement more in the last 6 weeks than I probably have in the first 4 years we owned the house getting things down there organized, you know, and we're dealing with a water heater thing that gets replaced on Tuesday. So I've been down there a lot, and I've it, it's put me, you know, eyes in front of my beer cellar quite a bit, because usually what will happen is I get far into the evening, I run down there, grab something, <laughs> run back upstairs, but I'm starting to really realize what I have, and she and I were talking, like, we need to make an effort to have a couple of good, really good stouts a week to get rid of some of the stuff that's down there. I don't want to run into a situation we had where I've had some uh, suburban county and some KBS Stay down there a year, maybe two, too long, because mm-hmm. then then my aging efforts were for nothing. I essentially spent the 18 bucks, held onto it, and wasted it
0: well I'm listening to Chris last week talk about how they age it for us for the year yeah. the, and you get like the maximum flavor that the brewer's going for when you open it up right away
1: you know it's funny this week too because I started thinking about uh, how expensive this craft beer season got all of a sudden with <laughs> possibly prop day possibly Dark Lord day and then knowing full well that bear hands holiday releases are coming down the pipe as well oh yeah but but I'm really excited and uh, bear hands are great ones to have in the cellar because I usually drink them all over Christmas vacation mm-hmm. share them with family and friends but I do need but' we're, I'm really buckling down and, and taking it least one to two stouts out of the basement a week and saying, this is the one we're going to drink.
0: That's a good call. That's kind of fun, too.
1: Yeah. And, and you got a little bit nervous because, you know, I, w- between the pandemic and everything else, my stash gets depleted. <laughs> I'm a guy who likes to maintain a collection. Like, I don't like the numbers to dip lo- dip low or uh-huh. get down to just a handful of bottles. But I, I have to constantly remind myself that craft beer is made to be consumed. Yep. Yeah. It's not an investment like wine, you know.
0: Or baseball cards. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not, and I'm
1: not a <laughs> bottle flipper. So, uh, so yeah, and I hope that, uh, that maybe the Dark Lord and the, the Prop Day will replenish some of what I've uh, consumed this fall. But that's where yes. I'm at.
0: All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's the end of another show. Woo. We've reached the
1: final segment.
0: We're here. We're here, man. Um, you know, we've got a lot of stuff going on. We've talked about quite a bit um, from... Prop day, which if you have not entered the lottery, you can go to gooseisland.com slash prop days right now. So then that way you can sign up for that one ticket because you have between now and tomorrow at noon to uh, claim your spot. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully. But we'll find out this coming Wednesday whether or not we got it. Uh, Dark Lord Day, different story. 3 p.m. Central Time. Uh, the following Monday, Monday, October nineteenth. Yes, sir. Mark your calendars for it. We're going to be probably. I mean, that's like what four o'clock our time. So we'll probably be you know chatting. Oh, Did dude, you get in? Did I'll you? be
1: home, beer in hand. I'll have the laptop open, the desktop, my phone, my wife's phone. Like I'm going to be ready. Yes, I'll, I, pro- I'll probably get shut out, but yeah, that's cool.
0: It's it's all good. Um, and the other thing that we've got going on this coming weekend is uh, GABF.
1: Ah, uh, the Great American Beer
0: Festival. Yeah. Yeah. If you're nasty. Typically, you'd have to buy tickets for that. Yeah. Uh, schedule out, you know, when you wanted to go into the the big room, the big hall with all the tasting and stuff. And there's tickets and other seminars that you can be a part of. And Denver is just crowded in in yeah. streets with tons of people from out of town and, and different brewers, breweries across the country. Everybody's waiting to to see. Okay, did we win the competition? So this year they've had to go virtual with it. Boo! Well, everything else oh, is virtual. I, I saw. Uh, uh, Bells had a tip about it. It was like, hey if you if you have this virtual pass this year which is only $20 so you can go to gabf.com and sit through the seminars and they're all virtual and stuff but it's a $20 pass and then you can use that pass for like some breweries have certain deals at okay. the actual location so all if you right. wanted to head up to Kalamazoo, um you can score some of that deal if you got the virtual pass but i i thought about buying it just cuz i'm i'm curious as to what not you know like what could you possibly learn from the seminars and Hey, maybe it's a lot. Maybe it turns out you and I are just beer drinkers and not even not even classy enough to have a beer show. <laughs> I know. Um, and then the other thing that everybody's been talking about, and it's been showing up on my timeline, um, because people around the office know that I'm I'm into beer, but everybody's been asking, have you seen this that Yingling's doing with their porter, the Hershey's porter? They've done this before. Yeah, they did, and they brought it back. Have you seen it anywhere? I have not.
1: I did see it on tap once last year. But uh, it was around the holidays, and I was in Cleveland.
0: Apparently, six-packs are out in our market right now. All right. Because that's what the website said. I'll keep my eyes peeled. Yes. I want to try it. I'm curious. Yeah. That might be – That might. if we score one of those, we might have to split one of those or split two. Split two. Yeah.
1: The more the merrier. We each get our own. That's going to do it for us. Another week of Music to My Beers in the books. Uh, I believe this is show number 278 we've done. So congratulations to you. Wow. Hopefully by the time we get to show 300, the pandemic will be over. We can have a giant, like, you know, regal bottle share.
0: That would be amazing.
1: Yeah, and instead of uh, us paying for anything, we'll encourage everyone to bring cool stuff, and we'll just have a big freebie share. So Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: post-pandemic. Yeah,
1: post-pandemic. <laughs> we'll, we'll get on that. But thank you for joining us on behalf of Zach Miller and myself. This is Music to My Beers on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. Cheers! Cheers!
0: Podcasts by Federated Media.